welcome back to Chosen. Starting up in 2019, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel Watch Through Podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by the aforementioned Slayer, Marissa. Welcome. Hi, Mel. Sorry, I didn't have all the things to say this week. It's all right. Mostly because I'm very tired. I've got something in my eye still. <laughs> well, it's five, almost 5.30 a.m. here, so I'm tired as well. Yeah. We can be tired together, or we can get excited about these episodes we've just watched. Oh, hooray. <laughs> hooray? Uh-huh. Um, I've got things to say, so let's go ahead and get into Buffy. Yes, we have Triangle. Yeah, so we start out with um, Xander and Anya laying in bed, probably um, post-coil action because that's what it seemed like. <laughs> um, Xander talking about how he sometimes feels like he's missing something, like he was supposed to give Riley a crescent wrench like three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm not sure why Xander has a crescent wrench in the first place. Xander is a builder. He would have all the tools. That's right. Yes, he was a construction person. That's correct. I guess I forgot all about that. Because <laughs> we had it in the one episode, and then we haven't really talked about it since then. Um, Anya says if Xander ever decides to leave her, that she wants a warning. And then she goes through this whole thing about um, the scenes in movies where you have to cut a cord on a bomb that goes off. Yeah. She's got it down. She knew exactly what she was doing. Um, And then they start talking about maybe it's not these guys, maybe it's Buffy. Dun, dun, dun. And then Anya goes on to... hmm? Could Buffy be the issue? Um, I mean, Anya has a point. (laughs) And she goes through this whole thing about how each year she would, you know, be uh, helping the same woman... um, have revenge on her guy and after a while she goes maybe you're the problem (laughs) and not the guys so hey you gotta be honest with your customers i mean yeah there's something to be said for that um and then we cut to a convent because i thought it was pretty cliche that buffy was going to join a convent because her boyfriend left her did she join a convent i mean no but she wanted to. She, she was asking questions about it. She made um, inquiries. Exactly. Uh, she got there as a um, vampire was trying to attack a nun, because that's cliche enough as it is. Um, staked him. Uh, the nun was very thankful, and she goes, How's the avoiding guys going? Do you need to believe in God to do this whole thing? How's the food? Legit questions, Buffy. Legit questions. Yeah, basically she was doing all the whole ridiculous thing you do when a guy dumps you to go kick some demon ass in the jungle. She's thinking about avoiding guys altogether. So, hmm. um, Then we have Giles and Buffy training. He keeps telling her that she's dropping her shoulder when she... Whatever. I'm not really sure what that had to do with anything. Yeah. Um... He's talking about how the, he's going to go talk to the council about this whole glory situation. And apparently the books are a big deal to him. 
Yes, the, <laughs> the, the books that are kept in the Watcher Library. And she tells him, don't talk about the books again, because sometimes there's drool. But I feel like I'm with Giles on that. I like books. Books are cool. Who doesn't like books? Buffy doesn't yeah. like books. Yeah, I've realized. She should um, reevaluate her life. Anyway, so she starts asking, like, what Giles is going to say to the council. And he goes, I'm not going to mention Dawn, but I'm going to mention the key because they need to know what Glory's after to be able to help us. She goes, yeah, I understand, but I don't trust these council people as far as you can throw them. <laughs> Ouch. <Over. laughs> yeah. So basically he's like, I don't want to leave if you're feeling really down. And she goes, well, at first it felt like the world was ending. And he goes, and now you realize it's not that big a deal. She goes, didn't you just hear me? The world is ending. <laughs> and he just looks at her and she goes, I'm teasing. Mostly. <laughs> Yeah, poor Buffy. So, yeah. Still dealing with yeah. teenage angst in many ways. I mean, yeah, I yeah, understand. Like, this guy she had been with for quite some time is now gone. A, a, about a year. But... Yeah, they were together for a while. Hmm. Um, and so we cut to the Scoobies with Giles talking about him leaving, and she goes, uh, Anya goes, You're going away for a week? That's great! <laughs> Shop yeah. all to herself. Yeah, Anya's under the impression that she will be the uh, handling the shop while Giles is gone. And Giles was not under the impression that that would be what was happening. Yeah, I don't know what he thought he was going to do. I thought she would be a great tempor- uh, temporary boss for the establishment. It would it have been fine. She knows how to do things. Yeah, she's, she's got it down packed. Yeah, but we find out Tara's back. She's been gone for a couple of episodes, I think. Yeah, she's just been off the face of the earth. And she thinks England is ex- ex- exotic, mm. so that's good. Well, it's somewhere different, so I guess anywhere different could be exotic. Yeah, and so um, Willow goes to say that um, the rest of the Scoobies will help out at the shop while Giles is gone, because Willow sometimes comes there after classes to redo her notes, because she's a crazy person. <laughs> But Giles says that the, the writing of the shop requires finesse, and apparently Anya's got lots of finesse coming out of all sorts of places. And uh, Anya and Willow start kind of bickering through Xander. Oh, uh, yeah, Xander, Xander having to be between these two women, and not in the sexy way that he would prefer. <laughs> um, and so uh, Giles says, I'm going to go see if I can get a sooner flight back and then Xander wants to make uh, other conversations happen so he asks Buffy what happened she goes I killed something at a convent last night in any other conversation that would be horrifying exactly yeah and she got to try on the nun's something that I didn't really I don't know what that is it's the headdress oh it's not called a habit Uh, I think the habit is the full thing. Wimple is part of it. Ah. Wimple's the white part. Gotcha. Okay. And then he said that was terrifying. So <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. Um, we have um, Joyce wearing real clothes. So that's fun. Yeah, she's feeling a lot better. Yep. Yeah, she said, 
Um, Buffy comes in. She goes, Dawn, come in here and look at this person that has real clothes on that I don't recognize. (laughs) Um, They said they were going to burn the bathrobe because Joyce was like, there it was, all fuzzy and blue, and I just couldn't stand it anymore. (laughs) I don't blame her. She's been sick a while. I get over... But she said... When I'm sick, I get over my pajamas. Yeah. I'm currently in pajamas. Uh, I should probably put... for any reason other than it's cold here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, Buffy and Don have some bonding time talking about the fact that uh, Buffy took down Riley's pictures. Hmm. And talking about how eventually things will get better. Hopefully. And that maybe Riley will come back. I don't see him coming back. He might not even like the jungle. (laughs) I don't see him coming back. Ever. No. Uh, Such a pessimist. Yeah, well. You see how that's that's done for me. Um, We have Spike. um, Practicing giving Buffy chocolates. Yeah. And doing the whole speech about how he, well, he, I think he's trying to tell her that he likes her, but he gets really angry and starts beating the mannequin with the chocolate <laughs> Yeah, box. he's like, sorry, I mean, it's not my fault that your boyfriend was doing all these bad things. Don't shoot the messenger. And then gets yeah, all he's angry. He's like, I'll insult him if I want to. Uh, like, Spike, I can't. I can't handle it. Yeah, but he, he puts but the mannequin back. But I'm starting to think that... Uh, yeah, he does. And tries again. Put the manic- yeah, but I think, I'm starting to think that this whole obsession with Buffy is unhealthy. You, you think he needs some therapy? I think so. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, so um, we go back to the magic shop. Buff, um, sorry, Anya is in charge, and Willow and Tara are taking stuff off of the shelf because... Willow wants to do the spell to make sunlight so mm-hmm. that they can use it to dust some vamps if yeah, mass, Buffy finds one in the middle of the night. Mass yeah. destruction of vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Amy. Mm. So that's good that she's still, she's still uh, alive and a rat. Yep. That's gonna... I better have payoff at some point. <laughs> um... Anya tries to rain on Willow and Tara's parade. Um, turns out that Anya's a fish. Yeah. She's the fish from Cat and Hat. She is telling them not to do all these naughty things. Yeah. And so she goes, you're referencing literature that I have no idea about. You're trying to make me feel like I don't belong. And I was like, people make references I don't get all the time. And apparently I make references that other people don't get. It's, Such as yeah. my boyfriend. Yes. The, the world is not against you, Anya. Yeah. Just because you don't get something doesn't mean that everyone's out to get you. Um, and she, uh, Anya, uh, accuses Willow of stealing. And she replies with, I'm just taking without paying. And what twisted dictionary is that stealing? Most dictionaries. Um, yeah. Xander comes in and announces that all three of them are his favorite girls. I'm not sure how Tara suddenly became one of Xander's favorite girls, but (laughs) I digress. Uh, They get into a whole fight, and Willow makes the cash register disappear and endangers the money. She was able to bring it back, though, so it's fine. Yeah, and the money is still there when the cash register comes back. That is the important part. 
So um, Xander's like, y'all need to figure out your issue with each other. So I'm going to leave. And Tara decides not to get in the middle of it either and leaves as well. I love actually that they actually put Xander in the middle of it and Tara was like, don't do that. Right. That's not fair on him. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, Then we go to a commercial, (laughs) come back, and Anya, and it's Anya and Willow, and Willow's trying to do some magic, and Anya's keeping track of what she's quote-unquote stealing, (laughs) and kept making comments, and she just needed to shut up. And so Willow started doing a spell, and Anya interrupted, and they started fighting, and then there was a troll. Yes. That smashed up the shop. Yes. Very random. And that scene ended with Willow saying, he's not a ball of sunshine. No. It was cute. He he is not. Um, We have Tara and Buffy leaving a Greek art class. Yeah, something like that. I do love Greek mythology, so I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Buffy and Tara being friends is pretty adorable. Um, they talk about the fact that, you know, Buffy's suffering some heartache, which they really need to stop just talking about all the yeah. time, because, uh, we get it. Well, what She's she, sad. she she brings up, Tara brings up Anya and Xander fighting, and what happened well, at the well, first, Well, first, um, uh, Tara tells Buffy that Willow always says that everything happens for a reason, and they talk about the fact that people only say that when bad things happen. Which is a good point. Yeah, and then she mentions the whole fight at the magic shop, and Buffy loses her mind. Mm. Because little things become big things, and if no one talks about them... Yeah, and they have a beautiful love. (laughs) A majestic love, and she just starts crying and sobbing and she like clings onto Tara and I was like oh the poor thing is broken well they broke her yeah Uh, um we have Willow and Anya in a car Willow apparently didn't know that Anya couldn't drive and neither did Anya until she uh, got in the car and tried yeah I think that's um Giles's car yes pretty sure (laughs) you're gonna crack she goes, you're going to crash Jalos' car. And Anya's like, probably. We're going very fast. <laughs> I do love Anya's innocence about the whole thing, but they're following the destruction of the troll to try to find where the troll is while uh, Willow looks up how to undo what she did. Yep. Gotta fix those mistakes. <laughs> yep. We have Xander and Spike running into each other at the bar. Is it the bronze? I have no it idea. It is the bronze, yeah. Okay. Just assume anytime they're at a uh, bar, it's bronze. Um, just quickly, um, before they meet up at the bronze, we see the troll and he has the best lines. You do well to flee townspeople. I will pillage your lands and dwellings. I will burn your crops and marry sp- and make merry sport with your more attractive daughters. Mark my words. And then, yeah. It's he, pretty good. He s- smells ale and heads towards the source. Yeah. Um, but we have uh, Spike and Xander talking is, and Spike is um, annoying Xander. <laughs> he tells him, he informs him that they have chicken wings here, and apparently a flowered onion. So I'm thinking a blooming onion. Yep. 
Uh, but Spike's there trying to fish for information about Buffy. Oh, yeah. He was playing it very smooth. Very smooth. <laughs> um, we have Tara and Buffy showing up at the magic shop and discovering that it's all beat up and mm. Anya and Willow aren't there. Yep. Um, they fear something might have happened and go to follow. Yeah, so they go back to the bronze. Well, we go back to the bronze. And Xander and uh, Spike are talking, apparently, uh, and playing pool. Yeah, they've decided to get along for a bit. Yeah. They talk about the fact that Drew is insane and no one understood why Spike was with her. Yeah. (laughs) Because she is insane. Well, considering we get to see Drew this week, you get to remember how insane she is. Ah, I love crazy Drew. (laughs) And And so does Spike. Exactly. Um... So the troll comes in, runs into Spike, and he goes, watch it, mate. On second thought, do what you like. <laughs> yep. He grabs a uh, thing of uh, beer and chugs it. And The troll, you mean? Makes a whole, yes. Too, too many he's in one sentence. <laughs> I know. Um, Xander says, I'm going to go run and get Buffy. Or maybe you can fight him to Spike. And Spike goes, I could do that, but I'm paralyzed with not caring very much. I love his sarcasm and nastiness. Um, Yeah, the troll asks them where he can find babies, and Spike goes, probably the hospital, right? (laughs) I love how Spike's just like, I'm not messing with you. Do as you like. Here, let me help. Yeah. Yeah, Xander says, let's just calm down. We can have some chicken. We can have some onion thing that's here, apparently. He goes, no, I want babies. Yeah, the man knows what he wants. I mean, it's all good. (laughs) Um, Anya and Willow run in um, and see Xander. And (laughs) Willow goes, I wish Buffy was here. And Buffy runs in and she goes, I wish I had a million dollars. Hey, you have to, you just gotta check. Yeah, you always have to check if there's some real wish granting going on. Mm. Um, Spike is super adorable, trying to be like, Buffy, how's it going? <laughs> she stays there, he just like puts his hands in his pockets, so Hunchy Shows comes up, he's like, Hello, Buffy. And she just like looks straight <laughs> through him at the destruction and everything else going on, and he backs off. Aww. Yeah, so um, we find out that this uh, troll that's uh, smashing up the joint Olaf. is Olaf, and he's Anya's ex. Yep. She turned. And apparently, she turned him into a troll. Into exactly, uh, because he cheated on her. He had a dalliance del- with a wench, but it was only one wench, and he really loved Anya. Yeah, it was, it was. He didn't cheat in his heart, is what we're told. Yeah. Um, and so he started talking about how some witches trapped him in a, a crystal for years and years and years, and uh, he hates witches. Mm. And he's talking a whole bunch of crap. Yep. And we also find out that turning him into a troll is what got Anya her vengeance gig. Yeah. For a little Very bit of history. Uh huh. Um,. So then Buffy goes to fight the troll. Spike tries to help out. Didn't go so well. He got knocked over. But he did get to cop a feel on Buffy when she was knocked over. So that, that turned out well that, for him. Yeah, I was going to say that. And that's what matters, Spike. You got to cop a feel. Exactly. Um, so the troll goes up and smashes all of the um, supporting beams that support the upper floor. And that's an insurance claim waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Spike tries to score points with Buffy by not um, feeding on disaster victims. Well, he, he's helping, and he just points out that not only is he helping, he's not even getting a feed out of it. He is doing it because he's a good person, and then Buffy's like, you want points for not eating disaster victims? You're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was like, what does a guy got to do around here to get some points? Yeah. But yeah, Angel. Um, that's true, I guess. Anyway, um, so we go back to the magic shop and it's Willow and Anya looking for a spell to reverse whatever happened. Or not reverse whatever happened, but to do something with the troll, get him somewhere else. Um, and they talk about the fact that the reason that they don't get along is because they're both worried about the other hurting Xander. No. More Willow than Anya. Mm. But I understand being afraid about someone hurting your friend. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Because um, she knows what broke up Xander and Cordelia. It was Willow and her lips. Yep. And she goes, that's not going to happen. And she goes, why would that be? And she goes, hello, gay now. <laughs> Got a girlfriend. Exactly. Um, the troll bursts in, and Anya goes into a protective stance in front of Willow, and it was kind of nice to see. Hmm. Um, he throws them behind the um, counter, and Xander bursts in. Yes. He goes, get away from them. And he goes, I will get away from them after I kill them. Yep, hero Xander time. Yeah, and Xander tries to be a big tough guy. Hmm. And he was giving the girls time to escape if they could, but they didn't try to, so. No. Um, so the troll eventually is like, you have spunk. I like that. So you get to choose which one of them I kill. Yeah, it's just like, oh, that's lovely. Yep, and uh, it's a quick cut to a commercial, comes back, and he goes, you have insane troll logic thinking I can choose between my best friend and my girlfriend. Mm. He breaks Xander's wrist. Um, <laughs> Willow tries to make the troll disappear and the cash register disappears again. <laughs> yeah. Buffy runs she, in, starts fighting she, the she, she needs to work on that a bit. You know, yeah. like throwing it onto the object you're trying to vanish and not the cash register. Do not touch I mean, Anya's that, money. I mean, that might help. <laughs> anyway. Um, sorry. Uh, Buffy runs in and starts beating up on the troll again. And uh, Willow is looking for a spell, and she goes, Anya, go distract him. And she goes, like how? And she goes, piss him off. And Anya goes, I don't know how. Willow goes, I have faith in you. There's no one you can't piss off. <laughs> she um. throws a whole bunch of troll insults at him. Um, and she goes, Buffy, get his um, hammer away from him, because that's where all his strength is. Um, they eventually get the hammer away from him with help from Willow, but he's still super, super strong. Mm. He's got all that troll strength. Yeah. And, well, what happens is Olaf says that Anya and Xander weren't lost, and Buffy gets really, really angry and gets the hammer. Yeah. Because um, he asks, what are you fighting for, minuscule blonde one? <laughs> Which is a pretty good line. Um, as Buffy is finally kicking Olaf's ass... Um, uh, Xander goes to Anya. You really dated him? Yes. 
but you like me better. Yes. <laughs> this is cute. Yeah, he pissed her off, so she beat his ass, and um, they banish him to a different world, the troll world, hopefully. They're yeah. not really sure it where they sent him. might be the world without shrimp. Yes. Because um, trying to send a, a troll to a certain world is like trying to hit a dog by throwing a bee at it. Because hmm. that's a, you know, comparison everyone always makes. Yep. And Buffy's on an emotional roller coaster. And she starts crying again. Oh, she needs the cuddles. I, I like cuddles. Um, we have Giles at Buffy's having tea. Um, talking about how he wished they had cleaned up the shop before he got back. <laughs> um, and apparently the council is looking into the whole glory situation and they'll get back to him. Yeah. And they start talking about the fact that Dawn is not Dawn. And Dawn hears this, but I'm not sure she really hears what exactly she is, mm. but she knows there's something going on. Yeah, she can hear them talking about her. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. So. Yep. What are you thinking? <sighs> She's probably going to do something stupid. Get herself in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think of this episode? It was pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. It, it didn't, like, it wasn't blown away, but it wasn't terrible either, so. Yeah. I, I find it quite entertaining. Yeah. Anything to say? Nothing? <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, yep. it's it's a fine episode. What did you rate it? Um, well, it, it moved along the story a tiny bit with the whole we don't, uh, the council doesn't know anything about Glory, and now Dawn knows that she's something that she doesn't really know what. Um, got a, I guess a, an eight. An eight? Yeah. I think so. I was going to say seven and a half. Yeah. I almost went with a seven, but because it doesn't really move it along too much just just a teensy tiny bit and it and it gives us some backstory about anya <laughs> yeah <laughs> your favorite moment um i think i i do like ah uh, there are a couple the scene where spike is talking to the mannequin pretending it's buffy is pretty good but i also like um the Anya and Willow talking about Xander when they're trying to find something to do with the troll. Those are also pretty good. Mm. Um, I think I'll go with the Willow and Anya scene. <laughs> yep. Mine has to be the bronze with Spike. <laughs> trying to, you know... Everything everything with the bronze and Spike? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Understood. So, yeah, and your character shout-out. It's going to be Anya. Of course it is. It's her episode. So mine yes. goes to her as well. Cool. 
And our next episode is called... Oh, actually, no international titles. How did we almost forget? <gasps> oh, my goodness. We've, we've been away too long. We have. We have Triangle and the Hammer of Destruction. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who had the Hammer of Destruction? The Germans. They're, they're really good. And then French were the triangle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So our next episode is called Checkpoint. What do you think? Oh, um, well, okay. So we had the, um, monks that were the reason that Dawn exists. Mm. And now that Dawn knows things, I feel like she's going to go looking for answers and run into some trouble. I'm not sure what the checkpoint has to do with it. Maybe, I really don't know. <laughs> but I think that Dawn's going to get herself into trouble by looking for answers to what exactly she quote unquote is. Yeah. And she'll probably end up running into glory at some point, And that's really, really bad. So, yeah. Stay away I mean, from the angry blonde woman. Her. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is Glory blonde? Blondie brown? I thought she had red hair. Red, baby? I don't know. There's like this area <coughs> of hair color where I'm just like, it's something. Because no that's one knows what it is. Because people are like, no, I'm blonde, I'm redhead. And I'm like, y'all look the same. Pick what color you want to be. Well, my boyfriend tells me quite often that I have, I could be blonde, brunette, or redhead. And I'm like, that's helpful. <laughs> um, I guess she is blonde. But she looks kind of red in some scenes because she always wears that red dress. That's probably yeah, what it is. Probably, probably brings out the red. Yep. Right. But anyway. Shall we go to a much, much darker tone? Oh, yeah. And into Angeltown, where everything is very dark this week. And broody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of brooding going on here. Um... So yeah, so jumping right into it, redefinitions, redefinition, redefinition? just one. one, just one. Okay, um, so the gang is uh, lamenting being fired. Um, there are lots of ways to say fired, which I really freaking enjoyed. Um, but Wesley is being level-headed about the situation, but Cordelia is not <laughs> being level-headed about the situation. She's very upset. Hmm. Um. They talk about the fact that blondes just want to change the man in their life into a psycho, because apparently that's what happens to Angel a lot. Um, Gunn wants to go get a burrito. Hey, everyone deals in their own way. I mean, a burrito sounds delicious, but I'm not leaving my house today, so it's unlikely that I'm going to get a burrito. Mm. I don't want to leave my house. No, ever. no, not. But especially yeah, not today. with the weather how it is. <laughs> oh yeah, lots and lots of snow. So, um, he said it was no skin off his nose that he's been, um, fired because it was just a side gig. And Cordelia tells him that her no skin is angry and hurt. And, and Wesley finishes disappointed. And she said yes. 
So they talk about the fact that Angel's all alone, and then we get Angel sorting through his artwork and throwing it in the fire. Yep. He was drawing her like one of the French girls that Leonardo DiCaprio would draw in um, Titanic. He was obsessing, but not anymore. No, it's workout time. Um, Slash a training montage with an angsty voiceover. He's not ready yet, but he will be. (sighs) (laughs) So we go back to the um, wine cellar that we were in for the last episode. Where there's just a massacre. Mm. And we see Lindsay is still alive under a pile of bodies. Yep. They left him alive. Um, The paramedic says he should go to the hospital, and he's just trying to figure out why they kept him alive. And then we find out that that bitch, um, Lila, is also I love how you're just like, Lindsay's alive. Oh, and Lila. Your reaction is pretty much Lindsay's. I think think she's a bitch. (laughs) And you don't think Lindsay's a terrible person? Um, I didn't say that. He's also terrible, but he's actually, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him sometimes. Anyway, so we have Wesley talking to his girlfriend, who I totally forgot he was dating. Forgot that yeah, she existed, Yeah, actually, to be I honest. did too, and I've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, spoiler, she's not a big in... part of this. Dang it. <laughs> That's all right. Um... She brings up that he should file a grievance with the union because apparently she thinks that everyone uses a union. Yeah, I don't think there's a union for private investigation employees whose boss doesn't have an investigator's license and is also a vampire with a soul. That that would be a pretty long union name. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure what the number would be. Anyway, I was part of a union with... Uh, when I worked at the grocery store. Yeah, I was too, actually. When I was at a grocery store. Yeah, and now I just have to make sure that I um, don't do anything to get myself fired. So that's <laughs> fine. Anyway, so she calls him renowned. Mm. And I was like, that's putting it a little... That's laying it on a little thick. Mm. He, not a lot of people know that Wesley exists. And every time someone says the word renowned, I always think, can anyone just be nowned? Yep. But apparently, no I've one never heard, that question Yeah, I've never me. heard someone just being noun. <laughs> exactly. Um, she asks what happened, and he goes, well, there's this whole thing with Darla and Drew, and it's a very tangled past that Angel has with these two. And I said, that's one way to put it. Yeah. One way. Yeah, and she goes, and his girlfriend goes, well, you have a lot of skills. You can do just about anything. It's like, no, he really can't. He hasn't done a lot of things. <laughs> He's only ever been a watcher and then, you know, started helping AI, so. Um, I want to know if you can do the same fancy sword work the angel can do. Me? Uh, I can do real sword work. <laughs> That's my question. Can you do what he did? I can try. I actually can't remember specifically <laughs> what he did. Yeah, he was just... Just yeah. whipping it around. Swaying yeah. it around and stuff. Pretty much. Um... He said it was time, and I wanted it to be Vader time. (laughs) Because, of course. But he was like, I'm not on, um, I need to get on their level. And then he started walking through pipes all broody. 
Yeah. Because he, yeah. Because that's what he does. The best. Um, we have Wolfram and Hart, Lindsay and... Why do I really want to call her Lila? Pardon? I don't know why. I always want to call her she Lila. She is Lila. Why do I... The what? Oh, I always want to call her not... You want to call her Layla. Yes. Because that's the name I know. <laughs> anyway. I'll just... I'll just I try to keep in the back of my mind that she's a lawyer and lawyers lie, so it's Lila. Mm. I'll try. Anyway. So it's... Those two, and they're back at Wolfram and Hart, and apparently they're being iced out. They don't really know what's going on. Um, and they go up to Lindsay's office, and he's got visitors. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Darla and Drew are there waiting. And um, Drew has a... Uh, Crazy Drew has the, one of the best lines. He's got cow eyes, big and black. Mm-hmm. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he asks why Darla left him alive, and she goes, because I'm in love with you. And then they all start laughing. Yeah, including Lila. Yeah, and she's told yeah. to shut up. I love how, yeah. Shh. I love Drusilla so much. Yes. I remember you hated her when she um, first turned up. Yes. Because of the circumstances, but now that Darla's uh, embracing being a vampire again, I'm all about it. I'm all about Drew. Oh, okay. You're about Drew because Darla wants to be a vamp. (laughs) I mean, when Drew turned back up, I mean, turned up for the very first time with Spike back in season two of Buffy, you didn't like her. Yeah. Well, she was annoyingly um, crazy. (laughs) And Spike was like fawning all over her. Now they don't have to deal with Spike fawning all over her. I'm good. <laughs> so the reason you didn't like Drew really was because of Spike. Were you jealous of Drew? Is that what this comes down to? I don't... I don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, they're talking about... The fa- uh, Darla goes on to this whole big speech about how these two fancy-schmancy lawyers... They're, unfortunately, their boss got eaten right before their big break. Hate when that yeah, happens. Yeah, it's just so inconvenient. Yeah. Um, we, Darla wants power, is what we, what it comes down to. And they are going to help her get that. Um, it turns out that apparently not everything's about Angel, but except this is his show. Yes, yeah, so. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Lindsay was under the impression that Darla was going to get rid of Angel. Mm. And she has yet to do yeah. that. But apparently. Whatever. Um, we get vampires in the pipes down below talking about how they just killed some people. Um, Don't brag. Angel fly... Yeah. Angel flies in like a bat like out of nowhere. Like a bat out of hell. Da-da-da-da-da. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know that. You don't know Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf? Oh. Okay. (laughs) Anywho. um, He does some fancy running out the wall backflips while he's uh, killing these guys. And he dusts them all. There's like six of them. Something like that. Five or six. And he goes, I've got the moves. Now I need to see what theirs are. As he takes off his jacket and leaves it in the pipes. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, we have the ex-employees of AI all eventually turning up to the karaoke demon place that you can get your soul yeah, at. Yeah, I love how they all just slowly trickle in. Wesley was going to get up in there and sang, and I was confused. Um, and Cordelia turns up, and she was going to sing either Shania Twain or Madonna. And I think she should go with Madonna. That's worker speed. She can't sing. <laughs> well, we all know that. But she, um, Wesley was like, what are you doing here? And she goes, I was in the neighborhood. He goes, you live like 15 miles away. <laughs> and she goes, you know, L.A., it's one really big yeah, neighborhood. totally, totally. I don't think it is. And then Gunn turns up, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. And he, um, Wesley asks what he was gonna sing, and he goes, "You wouldn't know it," and that's code for it's a rap song. Pretty much. Yep. Um, we have Angel water torturing a demon, trying to get some uh, information out of him. He eventually does after he calls Drusilla Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and he tells them that they have been trying to recruit people mm. and that they've been going to a whole bunch of different places and he tells them the one place they haven't been yet and Angel, you know, leaves him hanging upside down. Yeah, wouldn't you? Like you do. I guess so. Um, we get Demon Fight Club again, so that's exciting. Um... Demon's fighting, fighting, fighting. One of them taps out, because of course he does. At least it's not to the death this time. Yep. Probably easier to keep things going if it's not to the death. Yeah. Um, Darla and Drew interrupt things. Yeah, And Drew rips off a guy's ears. why wouldn't you? If you can do it, just do it, Drew. I guess so. (laughs) Um, Angel's blending in very effectively, but Drew can, like sense that he's Mm. there well yeah and like does a whole bunch of talking about how he's watching darla and she's never gonna be alone ever again and he remembers when you were warm and it's just like drew stop she's very she's not comfortable with this whole line of talking yeah but yeah not at all she like has this whole freak out at her yeah. Um, but yeah, they say they're going, they're recruiting people and they're, you're going to fight to the death and meet them at this place at this time and still be all good. Yep. But um, Angel did not attack them because he's not Ooh. ready. I love his disguise. So, so, so early 2000s. Oh, yes. <laughs> the hoodie and everything. Yeah. Just a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back to Wolfram and Hart and. Lila comes into Lindsay's office and she goes, there's too much waiting. And every time the phone rings or every time someone knocks on my door, I think that's going to be it. Because basically, if they don't want them around, they're just going to kill them. That's all that's going to happen. Yep. Um, he says everybody dies, so he's not sure why she's so worried about it. And she goes on with this whole thing about, we'll steal files and we'll run away together and it's going to be fine. Mm. And they go to kiss, and he rips off the wire that she's wearing. He goes right into the wire. I wouldn't steal from my employer. What are you talking yep, about? I love that so much, how he looks her in the eyes like, but Lila, I would never steal from my employer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
yeah, she played her game very, very well. Not quite well <laughs> enough, though. Um, we go back to the demon karaoke place. Cordelia is drunk, so is everybody else. They start fighting. Um, Gunn says the line, hire a pansy-ass British guy about Angel. Um, they were arguing, arguing. Yeah, throwing um, insults back and forth at each other, teaming up against each other. Yeah. Um, Cordelia uses the R word, which I didn't appreciate. Yeah. But then they all start singing We Are the Champions, yeah. so that <laughs> Very was Very drunkenly. Yeah, and they go to afterwards, and Wesley's like, I need to be dead now. <laughs> um, the, um, the main dude, I don't know what his name is. The host? The guy, the, yeah, the host of the demon karaoke comes over and starts talking to them, and they want to know what their future is. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not going to tell you that, because when the guys upstairs are going to interfere, I let them. Yeah, when the big guys talk, goes, I... And you're it's about- like, when the big guys talk, I go shush, and they're about to do a lot of talking. Yeah, and so they... Uh, Cordelia has a vision. <laughs> and it's a um, woman being attacked by a demon, and um, they need to go save her. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, we have Angel hat with all of his nice shiny weapons... Uh, loading him up to go kick some ass. Yeah. Go, um, Angel, go. Buddy. Mm. Yep, we have we have uh, AI trying to find where this thing mm. is. There's some, apparently there were like three inch long teeth. Yep. And they've got to work teeth. without Angel's help and without Angel's weapons. Yep. Angel has walked away from his duty, but they're not going to. Yep, they're going to do their job. They find a trail of blood that is evidence that something's going on here. So they have to break into this abandoned building. Uh, We have Drew and Darla. Apparently, Darla misses Angel like a heartbeat. Mm. And Drew knows it. Yeah, and she says that whole thing. The thing I I love uh, is... She talks about, like, they're meant to be together, destroying everything, and Drew starts talking about fire and pain, and Darla just assumes that she's talking about her and Angelus' love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Drew was seeing the future. Yeah. Drew's so over... Or Darla's so over Drew's shit at this point. But um, she says that he's probably flogging himself in a church somewhere, and uh, Drew goes, Ooh, flogging. Ew, churches. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Um, so we have Angel going in to fight all of these demons in the warehouse mm. that Darla and Drew wanted them to be at. Yep. He's taking on the world. Yep, and it cuts to the rest of AI who are fighting demons while Cordelia helps oh, rescue yeah. the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit Wesley. I don't know what that will do to him. Hopefully nothing. Um... Uh, he says, I'm fine, we should go before I pass out, or possibly during. And Cordelia's like, well, which one of us is dead here? At least we were able to do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, Darla's over people. She's me. She's, I'm over people most of the like, time. She's just like, let's just get our minions and leave. Yeah. Death and motor oil smell very dissimilar, mm. apparently. Um... Angels. They're talking about Lindsay and Lila. Yep. 
And she goes, I like the girl. She's wicked. Mm. So, yeah. Boss bitches walk into the building. And they're all dead. Bad soldiers. Yeah. And it's Angel standing in the back smoking a cigarette. bad ass. Yes. Makes you look at least 30% cooler. Um... And he's such a gosh darn professional. He had put, um, I guess, gas on the floor? And he drops his cigarette and it lights him up. Yeah. It, but it was really, really convenient that outside was a fire hydrant. Yep. And a... She uses, what she used to crack it open? It was Sledgehammer, a sledgehammer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they have tons of burns on them and Drew is freaking out. Um, and Darla is a little less so freaking out and she goes, that was an angel. It wasn't Angelus either. Yeah. Then who That's was it? Question. Those burns though. Yeah, oof. Looks rough. How are they gonna get those treated? They can't go to a hospital. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe there's a vampy um, hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I want to know how long Lila's going to be wearing the sling. Because it feels like she's been wearing it forever. Mm. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Her and Lindsay have to go into this conference room. There's some random dude sitting there. Mm. He's very cold, and he said that there is a time for mourning. They've decided. And basically, um, they have an Yet opening. Executive Vice President of Special Projects. And both of them have some good and bad going for them. So they're going to be co-vice presidents until they decide which one they want to keep permanently. Yeah. So they're co-champions at this point. Yep, they're both working at it. And yeah, that's that's dark. I'm like, oh, what if you're not the one that gets chosen? Yep. Um, and so they're going to be keeping an eye on them as they uh, start working. Um, we get Angel throwing knives at a dartboard in the basement. Wesley comes down to talk to him and tells him some truths. And it's basically like, you might have shirked your duties, but we're not going to. We're going to keep AI open. Yep. Angel doesn't say a damn nope. thing. But he's... And he goes, we're going to keep fighting the good fight. And then um, Angel's voiceover goes, they might be fighting the fight, but I'm fighting Let the them war. fight the good fight. Someone has to fight the war. It's like, dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah. But, yeah. That was it. Yes. Um, so, here's a little bit of trivia. Angel doesn't have a single line in this episode. He, he he's yeah, only in voiceover. It's all voiceover. Yep. yep. Um. <laughs> huh. There you go. Uh, I'll have to save that when we get to that episode. Um. <sighs> okay. We have recommencement and declaration of war. Um, is declaration of war 
Germans? No, that was the French. Recommencement was the Germans. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> what did you rate this episode? Um, it didn't particularly scratch me where I itch. I gave it a six. Oh, wow. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. be really far apart. I give it a nine. I really? love this episode. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, your favorite moment? Um, I do like the um, AI crew um, being drunk, arguing, and then singing We Are the Champions at the karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah, my favorite mm-hmm. moment is Angel setting Drew and Dala on fire. That is a close mm-hmm. second. And your character shout out. Um, it's hard because they, um, it probably should be Angel. But I also want to give it to somebody in AI, but I guess we'll go with Angel since I really didn't think about who in AI deserves it <laughs> this week. I'm going to give it to Wesley. Because okay. he's probably who it should have Because he's sort of taken on a bit of leadership and everything, and he told Angel where to stick it. Pretty much. And our next episode, Blood Money. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I think Angel is being paid by somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say for twist effect, it's Wolfram and Hart is paying him to try to get rid of Darla and Drew. And that whole thing is going to come to light AI is going to find out about it, and they're basically going to flip their lid. <laughs> flip their lid. Pretty much. Their collective lid. Okay. So, that yep. wraps us up for another week. We are back on track. We've discussed our scheduling for the next couple of weeks, so there should be lots of episodes coming the ways of our listeners. But in the meantime, if our listeners want to contact us, they should go onto our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. Email us, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Or tweet us, mmpnetwork. Oh, or Facebook, mmpodcastnetwork. <laughs> if you want to tweet me personally, I'm at Mel Bickett, B-I-C-K-E-T. Marissa, where can people find you? People can tweet me at rissaru 312 I would also like people to rate and review us on iTunes because we love to have our egos stroked. And until next week, we will slay you later, guys. Bye.